Hello, welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. Have you fall off track with your goals? Have you maybe forgot by now the goals that you had set for yourself at the beginning of the year or your quote-unquote New Year resolutions? We are so close to the midpoint of the year. You guys, we're starting the month of June already. This year is going by so fast. I thought that this could be a great opportunity to share with you eight ways that you can get back on track with your goals. Let's dig in. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I am sure that at one point in your life, maybe even this year, you have fallen off track with your goals. This happens more often than not for many reasons. And today I'm not here to talk about why that happens, but I want to talk about how we can get back on track if is that you have fallen off track with your goals. So I'm going to be sharing with you eight ways that you can get back on track. Eight of my tips, strategies that have worked for me when I've tried to get back on track with my goals. And to be honest, even this year, even though I am so focused on living my best life and I'm doing all the things to stay on track with my goals, there are things that as I'm reflecting as the month of May is ending, um, every month I do a monthly reflection. If you're interested to learn more about that monthly reflection, and I even have a template that will guide you through that process, I will put a link on the comments of this episode so you can access it. But every month, at the end of the month, I do a self-reflection. And I reflect of the on the prior month, but I also reflect on the month to come. And I do a checking with myself on where I am with the goals that I set for myself for that specific month. And I set goals in all areas of my life. And there are many months this year where I had fall off track some of the goals that I set for myself. All said, I am a very ambitious person in the best sense of the word, and I have very high standards for myself. So sometimes I set too many goals. Sometimes my goals are not realistic. Sometimes one thing that is missing for me is sharing that goal with someone else because I feel I talked about this in the prior episode when I was talking about achieving high performance through accountability. And I was talking with Henry Evans about this topic. But one thing for me that really makes a difference in staying accountable is sharing my goals publicly, even before I know how is that I'm going to achieve them. Just by sharing my goals with someone else, you automatically increase your chances 
of um, achieving your goals. So anyway, I said I was not going to talk about why is that we fall off track, but those are some of the reasons why I personally fall off track with my goals. But today, as I said, I want to talk about eight ways in which you can get back on track with those goals. So let's get started. Number one is reconnect with your why. Getting intentional with a goal means that you create a clear connection between what we'd like to accomplish and why we want to accomplish it. Those are very important. So what we want to accomplish and why we want to accomplish it. When we get off track, you need to take a moment to step back and revisit your why. Um, why did you set this goal in the first place? You know, why did you thought this was the right goal for you? Why is this goal important to you? Why is this goal something that you want to pursue? How will accomplish this goal impacts you, your life, your vision, your loved ones, your career? That's an important question to ask ourselves. If I was to accomplish this goal, how would that impact me? How would it impact my life, my career, my future vision, and also the people around me? Once you can recall that inspiration behind your goal and why is that this goal is important to you, you'll feel more encouraged to take to get back on working on it. A lot of times, um, you know, there is a great book called um, Start With Why. Um, and it talks a lot about the why in the business context, but I think it can be applied to the personal level as well. And I do believe that every goal we set for ourselves, we need to ask the question, why? Why is this goal important to me? When I set this goal, what was I thinking about? What I was trying to accomplish, but most important, why I was trying to accomplish that goal. And if you're able to reconnect with that why, that is going to give you such a sense of purpose that is going to give you a boost of motivation to get back on track. Okay, number two. Reevaluate your goals and break them down into smaller chunks. Rethink your goal and ask yourself if it needs to be amended. Sometimes we set a goal and life happens and that happens to all of us. And maybe something has changed since the time that you set that goal for the first time. So sometimes we end up giving up on our goals because they seem either too big or out of reach. So it's always okay to tweak our goals to make them less stressful um, and more doable. Um, and again, keeping in mind how the situation, the circumstances around us has changed because that might have impact our goal in itself. And we need to redefine the goal and at the same time, think about the scope of the goal and the size of the goal. Um, maybe you were too ambitious when you set the goal and that is demanding too much from your time and your effort, maybe more than what you originally had anticipated. 
Many times we give up on our goals because they feel too hard. Sometimes it takes taking a step back in order to gain momentum so we're able to continue to move forward. I believe that achieving small goals can help you boost your confidence and help you keep going. Many times showing up is just half of the battle to achieve your goal. How many times have you procrastinated and never start working on what you said you wanted to work or need to work? But once you show up and you got started, it was it wasn't hard at all to get through it and it was actually easier easier to just keep going. So commit to work on your goal for two minutes every day for the next 30 days. That's my challenge for you. I talked about this two-minute rule with some of my friends on the episode about um, atomic habits. We did a book club and I invited some friends and we talked about our key takeaways from the book. And it was a coincidence, but Everyone that I talked to, this two-minute rule was something that they took out of the book and they found very, very helpful. And I think it applies here. When you fall off track with your goals, um, commit to work on them just for two minutes every day. And in no time, you're going to gain so much momentum. Maybe it means just committing to opening a document or making your way to the gym or picking up the pen and turn, you know, turn into a fresh sheet of paper, whatever that is, just take little steps towards your goal. So they it feels more doable, more achievable. And that also is going to give you more momentum to keep going. Number three, Create a roadmap. And when you're creating your roadmap, do it by planning backwards. Now that you have revisited your goals and you know exactly where are you headed, the next step is to plan out how are you going to achieve your goals. In other words, you need a roadmap to get there. The way that I personally like to do this is by planning backwards. So I ask myself, what is that I need to do in order to get to my destination? And I sort through all the things that I need to do and I organize them in the form of milestones. In between each milestone, there will be tasks that for the most part can be flexible in terms of timing, but I do set clear deadlines for each of those key milestones. Once I have laid down all my milestones, I step back and I look at the entire roadmap and I check that all the pieces are adding up, they make sense, and that is my plan. Then I just need to follow through my milestones um, just the way I have laid them down. And that gives me a sense of structure and direction on what do I need to do next in order to get to my destination or my goal. Number four, move your goals into action using implementation intention. Most of the times we believe that we got off track with a goal or that the reason why we struggle to get back on track with those goals is the lack of motivation. Um, We talked about this in the book club of, of Atomic Habits, but in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he tells us that exactly what you don't need is motivation which is totally the opposite of what we have always believed. 
he tells us that we need uh, what we need is not motivation but habits and intention. Implementation intention is a plan that you make beforehand about when and where to act. That is how you intend to implement a particular habit. So people who make a specific plan for when and where they will perform new habits, they're more likely to follow through. That's what James Clear teaches us in Atomic Habits. I personally like to use this technique to help me keep going with my goals because when I do so, I'm no longer dependent on my motivation or inspiration in order for me to show up, to help me carry through with my goals. So there is a simple formula that you can apply to do this implementation intention. And it looks like this. I will X meaning a behavior, at what time, in what location. I will behavior at time in location. The goal is to make the time and location so obvious that with enough repetition, you get the urge to do the right things at the right time, even when you're not motivated. So for me, for example, if I say, my goal is to record a podcast episode every other week. And maybe I fall off track with that because I'm busy, because I have other priorities, because we're quarantined at home and I have to deal with my kids and I can't find a time that I can do this quietly. For whatever reason, I fall off track. And once I skip a week, it's very likely that I'm going to get off track. So in that case, I can say I will record a podcast episode every Saturday at 6 a.m. in my basement. And I show up every Saturday at 6 a.m. in my basement. I have an appointment with myself. And that helps me move my plan into action because without action, there is no progress. We need to take our plans into action. Otherwise, our plans are worthless. Planning is very important, but if it's not followed by action, you just waste your time planning. So make sure that you put those plans into action and leverage this implementation intention strategy to help you do that. Okay, number five, identify your current roadblocks. I suggest that you make a list of all the roadblocks that are stopping you from making progress right now. Keep in mind that sometimes those roadblocks are just things that are in your head. They're not real. They're just there in your head. Uh, we have these voices in our head um, and sometimes like lately because of the current situation, they can be extra loudly. I know that happens with me. Did you run into a problem that you couldn't solve on your own? Maybe, you know, what got on your way that prevented you from making progress? We all have roadblocks that popped up from time to time. And the best way to get back on track is to find a way around them. So making that list of roadblocks that got on your way of your goals is the first step 
to work your way around them by coming up with a solution or debunking them. So now let's let's be honest. Sometimes those roadblocks are not real, right? As I was saying, they're just stories that we're telling ourselves or they're limiting beliefs that we impose to ourselves. So question those limiting beliefs. Maybe those limiting beliefs were true in the past or in a different situation, but there might still not be true today as it pertains to the particular goal that you're trying to accomplish. So ask yourself the question, are these limiting beliefs still true today and in this particular situation? Once you have identified all those roadblocks and all those limiting beliefs, think about ways that you can either overcome them or work around them. Okay, number six, ask for help and find an accountability partner. Let me say this because this was a lie that I kept telling to myself and I know a lot of you are telling yourselves the same lie. You are not expected to do it all. I thought I was expected to do it all. I thought I was expected to be successful in my career and be a role model for my kids and do all the chores at home and do all the things. The truth is, no one expects you to do it all except yourself. Understanding that and being comfortable with that idea is very important. Asking for help requires a level of vulnerability and vulnerability, to be honest, can feel uncomfortable, you know, but I believe like Dave Hollis says, vulnerability is a superpower. So asking for help in in either getting started on a goal or just to be held accountable can be exactly what you need to see through. So look for an accountability partner that can help you kickstart your progress and help you get back on track. In the previous episode about accountability, Henry Evans shared three strategies, three tips on how to pick an accountability partner. Um, I recommend that you look for that accountability partner in your inner circle, someone that you trust, someone that will be willing to help you stay accountable no matter what, even when it feels uncomfortable. Um, They'll be there to cheer you along when you feel down and to give you that push that you need when you're feeling stagnant. Now, talking about help, think about where can you find help? Right. So if I say in my example before, I fall off track of my goal of recording a podcast episode every week and I made a list of roadblocks. And one of those roadblocks was that I did not have quiet time to do it because my kids are home 24 hours a day. We're all home 24 hours a day. So me asking my husband to look after my kids for an hour while I record my podcast is the simple solution. I just needed to ask for help. Number seven, celebrate progress. Okay, you got started again, but how can you keep the momentum going so you can stay on track this time around? For me, taking the time to celebrate progress is very important. Your goal might see far away and that might be the reason why you gave up 
the last time. Remember those milestones that we talked about in point three? I really encourage you to celebrate each and every one of those milestones as you hit them. Plan up front how is that you will celebrate when you hit that next milestone. What will give you something to look forward to, right? Because that achieving the goal and the reward that comes from achieving that goal might seem too far away. But if you create a system that allows you to reward yourself, to celebrate in each milestone, then you'll have something to look forward to that seems and feels realistic and attainable. Think about ways that you can celebrate that are mindful to you. So achieving that next milestone and and celebrate it or treat yourself in such a way that that it's something that you look forward to, right? So for example, for me, if I say every Saturday, I'm going to record my podcast at 6 a.m. in my basement, right? That was my goal. That is my intention. That's how I bring my plan into action. And I love coffee, right? Um, I'm a coffee addict. I, I, I love coffee. And I like on the weekends to enjoy a cup of coffee um, on Saturdays and Sundays. So what I said is I will not drink my coffee until I record my podcast. So the reward for recording every episode of my podcast is treating myself with a coffee. And if I don't, record my podcast, there's also a consequence. There will be no coffee and that would be a catastrophe. Okay, number eight, give yourself some grace. Sometimes we become our worst enemies. I know that's true for myself. That voice in our head plays tricks on us. It reminds us of all the reasons why something would not work, of the risk of taking action, of the reasons why we can't accomplish this goal. Give yourself some grace. You don't have to believe everything that you think. Just because you think about something, it doesn't mean that it's true. We're not robots. We're humans. We're not meant to be perfect. We all make mistakes. We all fall down. The secret is that we always stand back up every time that we fall and we keep trying. So I just want to recap one more time. What are those eight ways that you can get back on track with your goals? So we talked about number one, reconnect with your why. Number two, reevaluate your goals and break them down into smaller chunks. Number three, we said create a roadmap. And as you do that, do it by planning backwards. Number four, move your goal into action by using implementation intention. Number five, identify all your current roadblocks and think about ways that you can either overcome them or work around them. Number six, ask for help and find an accountability partner. Number seven, celebrate your progress. And number eight, give yourself some grace. Okay, those are my eight tips for you today. If you have fall off track with a goal and you want to get back on track as we approach the midpoint of the year. If you like today's episode, as always, I'm going to ask you that you share this episode with a friend or you take a screenshot of the podcast episode and you post it in social media or you share a link to the podcast 
in your Facebook or Instagram accounts. Don't forget to tag me. Um, going forward, I'm going to be giving out um, something to those that repost the podcast episode. And also, if you like the podcast episode, don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. I would greatly appreciate that. And with that, I hope that you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.